Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Charlie Puth. Okay, let's talk about Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth's got billions of streams. He's got Grammy nominations, Golden Globe nominations. He spent 12 weeks at the top of the US charts. And he's collaborated with the likes of Little Mix, we just played there. Elton John, Boys to Men, Selena Gomez. Charlie Puth is a megastar, but even more importantly, he's one of my favorite humans in the entire world. I just love his music and I love him so much. He's just released his brand new album, Charlie. It came out on Friday and I absolutely love it. And we were lucky enough, myself and Dermot, to catch up with Charlie Puth and have a chat with him about the record. Here it is. First things first, I need to tell you that I'm just the biggest fan. I'm literally... Everyone in Ireland knows that I am Charlie Puth's biggest fan. And that is so sweet of you. And honestly, I'm not even saying it for the interview's sake. Everyone knows I'm obsessed and my whole family is obsessed. You're one of two artists that we all agree on in the car. There's you and John Mayer. Wow. I mean, that's... I just spoke to him the other day. That's that's kind of incredible because I always wanted to be John Mayer and now I have <laughs> fans that also like John Mayer and me. So that's, that's incredible. That means a lot. Thank you. It, well, that's all he ever does, Charlie. You know, um, it's, it's actually embarrassing. Um, he just keeps talking about you. Like we're trying to do our radio show and every time a song is playing... He's putting on Charlie Puth videos and showing me, look, look what he's doing with the production. And I'm like, Dave, I don't understand. You know, that means a lot. It makes me want to make more stuff that you'll potentially like. So thank you. Well, uh, talk about liking. The new album, Charlie, is phenomenal. When the label sent it to me, they said, you have five plays. I ran out of five plays last night. Like, <laughs> it's already... I've, I didn't even... How, how does someone code something like... Yeah, it limits my plays. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I'm glad you listened to it five times. That's that's great. Yeah, I I really love it. And the way you started this record by revealing bits on on TikTok and Instagram and asking for feedback and letting us in on the process, I've never felt more connected to a record having never heard it. It's odd in a good way. Well, it, well, it dawned on me that some of the uh, the most successful artists that have such staying power and bands and groups have fans that have cult followings like they don't have to put out music for 30 years and they can still sell out Madison mm. Square Garden or and it always was bewildering to me why there was never that for just songs did you happen to watch the Beatles get back a series on on Disney plus at all I, I I did seeing Paul walk in with the I just have this idea Times of trouble, mother. Watching it, you know, it's obviously the Beatles locked in a room for a month trying to work it out, and these these gems coming out. And when I was watching it, I was thinking of how you produce your music, and obviously, you know, you collaborate all the time. But your videos that you do, your solo in the studio, um, and I guess it's just a very different experience because you seem to be at your most comfortable in that space when you're there by yourself. Well, you're not really because you have your audience with you. But, um, you know, when you see a, a band like that stuck in a room wanting to kill each other, do you think you've made the right choice in, in the way you produce music because you just have yourself? I, I do want to, it's a good question. I, do, I, I really legitimately do one day want to get better at working with more people because I think some of my best songs have come about from collaboration like I would have never written See You Again had I walked into the room and a couple of my now friends were working on something completely different and 
I, you know, flipped the script and replaced all the synths with a piano. It's it, it, it's just human energy exchange when you write a song, and sometimes it's hard to accomplish that when you're just by yourself. So, uh, but I, the, the double-edged sword, the catch twenty-two is that I'm I'm I have a hard time opening up when I'm around more people while creating. And how was it with Elton when you, you guys did that song? Well, Elton sat. He he lives very close to me, like walking distance, and he sat down on that roads over there. We, we were both kind of nervous. We were like, "What kind of song are we gonna write today?" And he was like, "I don't know. Why, why not something like this?" And just played the entire three-minute song. On the, all I did was just copy and paste the keyboard and put it some drums on top of it. No, I didn't have to, you know, duplicate any track. That was wow. I think he he wrote that like weeks ago and then just pretended to sit down and go, oh, oh, look, this song is just falling out of my consciousness. But actually he'd been sweating away in it up in his attic for months. I, I, you would think, but I think some of the best stuff just happens spur of the moment. And that's a prime example of that happening. Mm. I think we share something in common in that when we were uh, teenagers, we went around the neighborhood trying to sell our, our albums the difference was yours was really good. Um, and we we put up posters. The band was called The Fuse and, you know, cassette now on sale. Um, and, but then a rival band went around and took down all the posters. <laughs> that, no way. That's, that, that's, cheap, that's cheap and bad sportsman, sports conduct. I know, yeah. But I, I love the fact, was, was your album called A Very Charlie Christmas? Which is like beautiful marketing for a kid, you know. I know. It was my mom and I came up with that title. And as crass as it may sound today, it was very cute when in, in 2003. Um, but yeah, I, I put that, uh, I sold 600 copies of that. And I believe that we even sold some in auctions at the time. Wow. <laughs> Staggering a hundred dollars. Well, maybe you could reinvent it. Maybe a very Charlie Christmas could come back, uh, but just with higher production values and being ultimately <laughs> much better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not opposed to putting out Christmas music. It just has to be better than what I did in 2003. I was recording with a computer USB microphone. We got to kind of wrap it up. And, yeah, um, Dave, are you in a position to play us out of the interview? Or oh God. Well, I do, Charlie, I, I, I play a lot of instruments. I, I made this myself. He's Davis now holding up, his, holding up his bass guitar. The reason I built it was because I always wanted to just play this, which you wrote. And the thing is, you didn't even write that on the bass. You wrote that on the keyboard. No, it's on Trillion, which is a a, 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 a plugin by Spectrosonics, a very advanced for the time, still advanced to this day plugin. And my band wants to kill me half the time because <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a pianist, so I have every note under the sun under my fingers. There's quite there's there's quite a bit of limitations that you have a guitar and bass. Uh, so my bassist always has to drop it to E. <laughs> yeah. Use different guitars. It's a whole it's a whole mess, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. Well, come here. Thank you so much. This has been honestly has been an honor. I've wanted to talk to you for so long, and as I said, my whole family are obsessed. We're just they're so jealous. That I'm sitting in the living room talking to Charlie Puth. They're all inside the door now. Are they all there right now? Or my, in another room? My, yeah, my kids are out there. My wife is away actually this weekend, but my kids are all there, yeah. 
I could say hi to them. <gasps> could you really? Oh my god! Give me, give me, give me two seconds. So this is Andrew. Hello. Hello. You look just like your picture in the background. Hello Where's there. The girl? That one there. Yeah. Say hi to Charlie Pooh. That's a real life picture. Wow. There's a lot of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Sam putting on some clothes. It's a it's a it's a it's it's a chaotic night. It's a it red is. havoc on dad night. Uh, Andrew, do you want to say it to Charlie? Do you want to tell him a quick story before uh, we go? Oh yeah. So um, when we were in Spain one time, uh, we were listening to your music in the car, and um, we wanted to go on these trampoline things. And um, my dad said, "It's like twenty quid. You're not going to be able to get on that. It saves so much money if you just go on trampolines." And then I said, "What if we make a song of about trampolines?" And and your song, what one was it? Patience. Again? Patience was in it uh, out of voice notes. And I. So what did you guys sing? You sang, "Please uh, can he, we go on trampolines?" Yeah. I, I had to say yes. <laughs> Now it's got me thinking. All the the syllables, not like, please, be, please, <laughs> can we? <laughs> Charlie Puth, you're a gentleman. Thank you. We're sorry for taking up so much of your time. Everyone, say bye, Charlie. See you, Charlie. Bye. bye. Thanks so much, dude. Thank bye you. Bye. Later. Bye-bye. So sweet. <laughs> Charlie Dave's Booth. life is absolutely made. Oh, In fact, God. I think that's the only one, only interview we've ever done that your kids have ended up on it. Yeah, that's absolutely all their favourite yeah. movie stars, all their favourite YouTubers. It doesn't matter. As soon as it's Charlie Puth, they have to get out <laughs> of the action. Uh, uh, what an absolute legend. So his album, Charlie, came out on Friday. It's uh, available now wherever you get your music. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.